Good evening, everyone. This is uh this is the next episode of Franken Talk, but had a little bit of a snafu yesterday. Okay, so here here we go. This is the first fifteen minutes, and then I will continue. Beautiful. 
I gotta tell you, I love listening to that song. Let me, you know what? Let me get into me a little bit. All right, how's that? Because uh, I imagine a lot of people out there are saying, "Well, who is this Frankenfoot guy?" Uh, he sure talks about you know a lot of stuff. What? What's he actually all about? All right, yeah, he's he's uh, he rails against pedophilia and pederasty. He rails against GMOs or genetically modified organisms. Uh, he seems to he seems to point uh, he seems to be aligned towards the right in his political alignment. But I don't know what else about this guy. What else do we know? Well, you know my real name because I don't hide it. I don't hide. Uh, I don't hide it at all. I'm proud of everything I say, even the jokey stuff. Well, so, especially the jokey stuff. All right. Yeah, you know, I like to be funny about being a minstrel without being a clown. All right. And uh, well, you know, let's let's uh, let me see. There's other, there's other stuff I like to talk about, of course. And we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff tonight. All right, but first, we're going to get into the important stuff. Seth Rich. Alrighty. So we've had a couple of developments. Not the least of which is that they found a prosecutor dead in Florida. And uh, he seems to be aligned with the Gollum, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Yes, she she gets a nickname. Her nickname is the Gollum, just like Donna Brazil's nickname is the Silverback. Now, I would I like to say that one that one's pretty bloody obvious if you if you pay attention. But uh, the Gollum, well, how's this? Go go look up uh, Gollums on the internet. Alrighty, and then uh, find any picture of Debbie Wasserman Schultz. And most likely she'll have that scowl on her puss. And you'll agree with me that she is a bloody golem. Now, I'm going to say this also. I've, uh, I've gotten pretty adept in predicting a lot of these things. I predict that, and I've already written this down, so this is not uh, something coming out, out of uh, left field. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with it. I predict that the entirety of the blackmail of our elected representatives lie upon that laptop. How do you like those apples? Now, I've written this in my Twitter feed. Hey, my Twitter feed is C underscore A underscore N underscore S underscore T. It makes for an awkward sounding acronym. The acronym stands for Children are not sex toys. Now, once again, to explain that, I have to point you towards two pieces of media. First being free and the second being a worthy purchase if you, if you choose to make such, as perfect, uh, such a purchase. First is the free option. Look for the Hagman and Hagman report. And let me make a special note about the Hagman and Hagman report after this. In fact, let me make the note before I continue. Uh, we're listening to Friday night's edition of the Hagman Hagman Report. And uh, you had uh, guest stars uh, featuring 
Steve Quayle and Tim Alberino. And I want to thank I want to thank those guys for the information they imparted that night. I've won. I've won uh, one disagreement with Steve Quayle, and this disagreement lies on uh, it hinges on what he said about Joe Hagman. Joe Hagman has already proven himself to be a fine investigator in his own right, and and I would say that he he has a a long deserved uh, welcome into into uh, the foray of truth the truth gathering and dissemination just that so uh once again thanks thanks you guys thank you guys for everything that you bring you bring to the world alrighty so Hagman Hagman report if you want to see what I'm talking about with children I say children are not sex toys so I'll try to explain that as, as I first point you towards the media Hagman Hagman report November 18th 2016, 10 days after the election of Donald John Trump over the yak, Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton, also known as the pantsuit war pig. Not very elegant to say, it doesn't roll off the tongue, but uh, you, you tell me what fits better than that, right? And then, now, if you want to support the guy whose media is being showcased on that Hagman Hagman report, Doc Marquis, ex Illuminatus. Get his DVD. He has a series of DVDs. This one is titled, There Were Giants on the Earth. And in this DVD, you are, you're going to see, verified by two people, by two professionals, not two people, like, you know, not Tom, Dick, and Leroy, okay? Two, two uh, professionals, video professionals have verified this as not video trickery, but an actual manifestation of a demonic entity on this plane of reality, existence, whatever it may be. So get it. Go see it. It's hours two and three of that broadcast, ten days prior, uh, ten days post the election. And like I say, now, okay, so I should explain. I should explain exactly what I mean by the sex toy thing. Now, this ties into uh, autism. Why, why we're going on with this autism, and, I, and I'll explain, and I'll explain the whole thing. I mean, I make, I make it sound, it's a bloody flip, but it's not. So here, so here it is. If you have an autistic child, that autistic child is not in control of their body. It seems, and like I say, I've, this is, this is uh, just from my research, my researches, and that, you know, examining uh, the researches of other people. That an autistic mind is sort of shunted out of this reality, which would which would account for the uh, the lack of uh, physical control exhibited by autistic children, or you know, the, as you can see, it's not uh, the, the neurons are not firing uh, correctly, or if they're firing co- correctly, they're getting the wrong signals. So. Uh, see, this goes back to, uh, to something that I always, I always want to begin to broadcast by thanking Dr. Ted Brower of HelpMasters.com for saving me. You know, along with uh, the love of my uh, family and friends, the advice from, and this is just general advice. I, I haven't spoken to the man personally. I'd love to shake his hand and uh, thank him. But uh, uh, his advice, he saved me. And uh, and this is one and this is one thing one of the things he imparted. 
This is about prayer. So, uh, you know, there are a number of you out there who have uh, had the, the joy of listening to uh, music on a Bose radio. And so, Dr. Brewer explains the phenomenon of prayer and how and, and how it works. And he explains it in scientific terms. And I've got to tell you, see, the whole thing is, if you, you can tie, you can tie in the good book in with uh, with the, the real world, you can understand why. It's not. It's not just a storybook. It's it's a it, it's a story. It's a story, and uh, and it's, it's a story that's uh, part of history. And if you and if you ignore it, you're doomed to repeat it, and and doomed to uh, you know, you're doomed. And we'll leave. We'll leave it that to where you're doomed because uh, you know some people's doomed, and some of the other people's you know you know I don't have to tell you. That part. Okay, so. Uh, so, Bose Radio. Now, I tell you. You get, uh, you get, uh, you have a rich music experience. What it does is that it lays, uh, it lays a sound wave upon another sound wave. And those things, that sound wave, the sound waves combine to, to, uh, create a longitudinal wave. What you're hearing from a Bose radio is a longitudinal wave hitting your ears, so it's a sound wave on a sound wave. So I believe it's sort of like, uh, you know, the, the sum is uh, is greater than you know, the uh, play hog, and the total is, equal, uh, is greater than the sum of the parts. Uh, I, I, I butcher, butcher such a, a phrase, but I'm sure you, you understand what I mean here. That. The aggregation of uh, of the of the sound together is better than just having separate sound waves hit you, you know. So you get a longitudinal wave out of this. This is what you hear when you're listening to Bose Radio. I'm sure now other other sound technologies. What Dr. Brewer says is that a, a scalar wave is created when you put two longitudinal waves upon each other. And a scalar wave is able to traverse time and space instantaneously. So that if you pray, the prayer is met immediately. Regardless of uh, the, the distance. Or a time that it would take it would normally take to traverse up the distance. Alright, so now we're getting into uh, higher dimensions. Alright, and I believe uh, frequency, frequency, uh, you know, Royal Rife discovered a way to cure diseases by frequencies, and then he was uh, labeled a quack and uh, and put out of business. But you notice, you, you notice that the man wanted to do this for for nothing, and he was put out of business. Right. And that's where everything screwed up. Okay, for some uh, for some reason, the interface crapped out on me. Right, right, right at the right, right at the end of my uh, my explanation. So, but hopefully, hopefully, you've already listened to uh, a number of Doctor Doctor Brewer's broadcasts, and you've gotten the scalar wave thing down. All right. If you haven't, well, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go, go and uh, download the the daily podcast from HealthMasters.com. All right. They have uh, they have uh, they have an Apple. An Apple Podcast, 
that you can find you can find looking through looking uh, through the uh, iTunes store. And he sent out a digest daily with the with the download uh, in in, uh, in a more appropriate uh, MP3 form. Alrighty, but how's this? You know, once again, a lot of stuff has happened. All right, and I am going to read to you. I'm going to read to you an item from Jim Stone. Jim Stone is one. Of, he's one of those researchers. He's not only is he a researcher. He's very. He's a very accomplished guy. All right. Mm-hmm. He wrote. He 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 pretty much designed his own website. And even upon being attacked, he cannot be put down because the guy actually wrote his own code. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to ask anyone. Oh, hey, can you help me? My code. My code's being crapped out. No, he fixes it himself. And so. Uh, he has survived many, uh, many attempts at censorship on his site. All right, but let me let's get let's get right to it. All right, so this this was posted on my minds, my minds profile, minds.com/gmno. I'd like to make it easy for you. All right, I wish I had thought of that when I was doing my comic book site, but that was uh, that was my first attempt at blogging. Didn't didn't get the whole idea about less is more at the time. Let's get into it. From JSF. More PCGate. DNC staffer Jacob Schwartz busted with child porn. 3,000 photos and 89 videos featuring children as little as six months old were found on DNC staffer's laptop. He handed it over to the police because he figured they would, they would not find anything. What problem? He copied the data his filthy data over to a flash drive after downloading them and didn't realize that the computer kept them all as hidden temporary files that could be overridden when the drive needed the space but the main hard drive did not need the space and so the files stayed hidden. So when forensic software did a full sweep they popped right out of the hidden murk that no user, no standard user could have viewed through the operating system itself. I am a very accomplished computer guy, like I said, and I would have found those files in under a minute. And I kid you not. Alrighty, so so let's let's end what let's end what he writes. Anyway, this is getting reported various ways, with the MSM doing backflips to avoid the obvious implications for Podesta. But the alt media did not miss the truth and now people are asking was he tied to Podesta? And then there is, if you look at my feed, okay, so this was, uh, when did I do this? Uh, I didn't do, I didn't do it too long ago. I was listening to uh, the Hagman Hagman show, but it's a, it's a repeat of the Liz Crokin out, uh, Alicia Howe, a pal show that they did the other day. It also started, it started with John Wells and then Liz Crokin, Alicia Powell, and, uh, and now it's, uh, I believe, uh, Gwen, uh, Eve Gonzalez with John Robertson. That's playing now. So instead of listening to that show again, I'm going to make it up, and I'm making up the podcast now. All right, so, so I, I mentioned the item. So I've, I titled the item, Swamp Draining Googled. And this is a list, this is a list of, uh, this, this is the first page of the Google search for Jacob Schwartz. All right. So let's see how this is a challenge. 
you let me know when you see this when you see the first item in the MSM tomorrow. I guarantee that no one will post anything because they're not going to report it. We're not going to see a thing. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Let's get right back into Seth Rich. All right, I'm not letting it go until someone is in the can wearing orange. Someone prominent. There's a number of them. Until I see them, until I see them wearing prison orange. I am posting a Seth Rich piece daily. I was doing that with Susan Rice pieces. I was doing that with Pizza Gate, with Pedo Gate. All right, so that's just that's just another thing that I'm doing daily. So let's read the second item. This is uh, this is another item on Seth Rich. And wait, wait till you hear this. And then I'm going to try to get into something else after that. I'm going to see. I'll have to go through my feed. So you have to deal with a little fumfering for me. But before we get to that, the answer to why Seth Rich was killed and why he gave it to WikiLeaks why he gave it to WikiLeaks is now out. So I should have read through this first and get the cadence right. Okay? So we're gonna start again. That just sounded awkward. The answer to why Seth Rich was killed and why he gave to WikiLeaks is now out. Seth Rich was responsible for an internet application that helped voters find their polling stations. He discovered that Hillary had set up bogus polling places that were not on the official record. Hillary then had DNC staffers merge the results from both sets of polling places, keeping the actual number of voters officially recorded at the legitimate polling station the same while the actual ballots that went to Bernie and represented those numbers were swapped out for hers. Seth Rich was appalled by the corruption, and mm -hmm. as a result, dumped to WikiLeaks. The answer has been out there since July 21st of 2016, and it rotted until it was recently discovered in a private email. Alright, before I continue, do you, you know that uh, Seth Rich had a number, uh, he had a, a, a number of profiles out there, I guess, uh, in the furtherance of research, and at least one of them was being accessed post his death. Smell that, that desperation? I hate when I, I do that, okay? So, okay. So let me continue. And it was actually it was good where I stopped, because this will be interesting. This was written by Claudia Cash, the girlfriend of Seth Rich. She wrote this shortly after he was killed. The answer has been out there since the beginning. There were two sets of polling places this primary season. One set for most of the voters who went on state websites to find their polling locations, and a second set for Hillary Clinton supporters who looked on Hillary Clinton's website to find their polling location. The Secretary of State for each state had one set of locations on the record, and then the other set of locations, the ones listed on Hillary's website, were not on the state record. I know this because I looked, a, I looked on her website to find where a friend should vote, then double-checked the state website, which showed a different address. I thought there must be a mistake. I kept checking right up to Election Day. But until they killed Seth Rich, I couldn't figure out why there would be two different polling places. This is how I think the scam worked. 
while most voters looked up, look up their location on their state website. Voters who were signed up as Hillary Clinton supporters would be directed to her site to find their polling place. It was set up the same as any other DNC polling place, with DNC volunteers, regular voting machines, etc., and a duplicate voter roster, the same as the roster at the other polling place. Voters will be checked off on the roster, same as at the other polling place, and after the polls close, the DNC supervisor will pick up the roster and the ballots. The supervisor would then pick up the roster at the legitimate polling place and the ballots there. He or she would then replace a number of Bernie Sanders ballots with an equal number of the ballots from the Hillary Clinton voting location. Then the duplicate roster from the H HRC will be shredded and thrown away, along with all the Bernie Sanders ballots that had been replaced. That way, the number of people who voted on the remaining roster still matches the number of ballots. This is why so many states reported a, a lower-than-expected voter turnout. Seth Rich, who was responsible for the app that helped voters find their polling places, did not realize there were two sets of polling places until he himself went to vote. He lived in Washington, D.C., which voted at the end of the primary season, a week after Clinton had already been declared the winner. I believe he discovered it and then started asking, asking questions about why the polling places on Hillary's website did not match the ones on the D.C. website. Okay, so so that's, that's where, that's where Claudia's, uh, Claudia's uh, text ends, and now Jim makes a comment, as he does whenever he posts anything to his site. Okay, my comment. Let me then fill in the blanks. Seth Ritz did figure out Hillary did this and said nothing. Instead, he did the DNC leaks to WikiLeaks, hopefully to bring the whole house of cards down. The timing is so close on so close in all this that I can't really be known if Seth was killed because he knew Hillary's plot or if he was killed because someone figured out it was him who did the leaks. To sum this up in a short statement, Hillary set up duplicate polling stations, collected a second set of votes that never showed up at the legitimate polling place and then flipped the voter ID information at the legitimate polling stations and swapped it out with votes from her polling stations exclusively on legitimate, legitimate ballots where people voted for Bernie Sanders. She'd have to be mega corrupt and powerful to do this, and the DNC would have to be rotten to the core, but that is probably so. So when the Clinton death machine is never forced to give answers. Well, okay, I read that wrong, so I'm going to say. But that's probably so when the Clinton death machine is never forced to give answers. That means there's serious, deeply rude corruption and dark power. Seth Rich found out and was having none of it, and then he died. So, heads up then. Anytime there was unexpected low turnout, and I'm doing the air quotes, this type of thing is going on. This also happened in France and in Americans, America's general election. What well, was supposed to happen in our general election? <laughs> but the boys took care of that. And what, I'm saying, and what I'm saying is the boys did not do anything illegal. They did everything legal while there was illegality all around them. And we persevered and we won. And you butthurt bastards can't deal with it. You can't stand it. And guess what? I could care less. Alrighty, so last paragraph here. 
Hillary no doubt did this to Trump also via people planted at key fully compromised polling stations. That would explain perfectly why there was a low turnout, even though this is probably the most heated election in American history and also explains why Hillary won in such a small number of places, yet almost took the election. Right, she did, uh, she, she was up to a number of tricks. Now, I've, I've uh, written about a lot of that. There's a lot that you haven't all seen, and I wish you had. At her own website, she was, uh, she, she left uh, information for coders to sign up to assist in the scumbaggery. All of it for none. Because we, the people, decided that we weren't going to let the pantsuit war pig send us all to hell. And like I said, like I said previously, those demons, because I believe there's more than one, those demons got the word late that she didn't win. And so they were, they were hanging out, doing whatever they do, and then uh, ten days later, hey, hey, let's go to Earth and have some fun, guy. All right. All right, they come up to the plane, and guess what? There's no flames. The earth is not screwed because we rejected evil. We rejected evil, and we cast you out, evil scum. Well, you know, like I say, we, we, we escaped a close one. We really did. So, so you know... I did all this yesterday, not knowing that nothing was recorded. So let's get back to uh, the children, the autistic state, and why and, and why their bodies are abodes for demons. So I was getting to I was getting to the point about the consciousness being shunted out of reality. So my posit is this: my posit is that an autistic child's mind, his consciousness. Is shunted out of this, shunted partly out of this plane, this plane of reality. If it were completely shunted, then there, then it would, it would be a completely blank vessel. All right, and I believe that the autistic child is actually attempting to resolve two or more different realities simultaneously. So you try, you try and imagine that. Well, let's say, okay, so I'm sitting in, a, I'm sitting in a room, currently. Well, what if my consciousness were partially shunted someplace else, so I'm sitting in a room and I'm also falling over a cliff in the other reality. So, sitting in a room, of course, is not going to require me to have to do much of anything to react. But falling off of a cliff will, will require, well, a very, a very agitated response. So, if I'm reacting to both at the same time, well, it's going to look weird to anyone in any of the separate realities. So I am, like I said, this is a posit. I have, uh, I haven't any, any hard information on this, but I dare say, uh, I don't have anyone who has a better explanation. So that being said, well, if you have a consciousness that, uh, you know, if you have a body without a consciousness or with a, a consciousness that's compromised, well, that leaves room for a guest consciousness. Then what I'm saying is, I mean, from the, from the folklore, demons cannot exist in this plane of reality without possessing a host body. Right? As, you, as you can see, the demon does not conform 
to our laws of our laws of physics. That that shadow man, as uh, Doc Marquis called it, did not have its own shadow. It was a two-dimensional being. It had height and it had width, but it had no depth. Depth. So without that, you can't create a shadow. You can't create a shadow. Thank you. Thank you. So. So uh, yeah, I just got I just got a special delivery. Just what I need. Anyway. Oh. Thank you, David. Thanks. I need I need a little break for a second. So. So I'm. So, uh, I mentioned John Robertson. John Robertson used to work in Hollywood. He now works uh, as, as the uh, producer, I believe, on the Hagman Hagman Report. And, and he, had a, he, he had a fantastic uh, hour with Dave Hodges of The Common Sense Show, where he passed on information regarding the origins of Hollywood and their... And uh, especially the origin of the name. And I think you would find that interesting. So if you look at Common Sense Show, John Robertson, R-O-B-B-E-R-S-O-N, uh, I think you'll find a very enlightening hour of radio. Alrighty. So, so he, he talks about uh, the parents of these child stars and how they allowed them to get away with almost anything as long as they got paid. And what I'm saying is that there are, men, there, there are parents out there who care nothing for their children and would gladly sell them into bondage for some recompense. Well, all right, so I titled, I titled this, I titled the podcast, uh, 2037. Now, what is 2037? 2037 is the projected date that is determined that all children will be autistic. All children. All male children, all female children. According, according to their projections, it will be male children first. I believe uh, it's projected 20, 2035 that all male children will be autistic, and then in two years... After that, all female children will follow. Now, why, knowing this ahead of time, why will we allow 20 years to elapse without making any changes at all to the idea of using vaccines if they are this, this harmful? Now, now, I imagine there are going to be a number of naysayers. What do you mean vaccines? What do you mean vaccines? It's, it's wrong. Vaccines save people. All right, so... Uh, uh, I want you to look up the rates of autism in the Amish and other like communities. I believe that the ratio is 1 in 20,000. That ratio hasn't changed, unlike the ratio for American children in non-Amish communities and the like. Now, I believe the number is even lower than I'm, than I'm quoting now, but we're going to use the ratio 1 out of 60 to make it neat. 1 out of 60 children. So, obviously, that ratio 
it's going to get smaller and smaller until the ratio is, they predict in 2037, 1, 2, 1. Now, does that sound like, does that sound like a, a, a future that, uh, that you plan to adopt? I know it's not any future for my children. At all. Hmm. It really, it really kind of angers me that I can, I can barely, barely get through anything else here. Uh, at least I got Elton and uh, Rocket Man in the background. You know, you should hear, you should hear Rocket Man done by William Shatner. I guarantee, I, get, I guarantee, some of you will just lose it. But it's fantastic. I have it, uh, I have it on my iPod, and I actually laugh out loud whenever it comes on. It's great. It's great. All right, so let's see. Why don't I let's let's scroll through my let's scroll through my news feed, okay? Now my news feed uh, now has an inordinate number of pictures of Seth Rich and of uh, and of other things. Okay, I actually believe I've started up again an investigation into the Lori Klosudis murder. Now Lori Klosudis is or was an intern working for Joe Scarborough. And I believe the story goes that she had just come back from jogging, slipped, and hit her head on a corner, a uh, corner of a piece of furniture in her office and died. Uh, sound, that sounds uh, normal to you? Uh, yeah, no, me neither, okay? But we're gonna leave that there. Uh, like I said, I just, start, I just started the whole thing and back up, so. Let's see what happens. <laughs> what a pain in the ass I am. Hey, look at this. Same time, same again. Remember the last time we did a podcast, I think uh, Have a Cigar came on? What was that? Welcome to the Machine. Ah, who knows? It's Floyd. Who cares? All right. Ooh, boy, did I find some weird stuff. How about, uh, okay, I've been item. Experts suspect new Dead Sea Scroll fragments are fake. Alrighty. And, um, something about papyrus, uh, being fake also. No. Okay, where is this? This is, uh, something about, oh, this was a, this is a story I found about, uh, 900 pedo, pedophiles being arrested. I had, uh, a great, a great little clip uh, on YouTube regarding CNN, the Clown News Network. All right, so also my my uh, my new hashtag is starting to trend, but uh, I'd I'd like I'd love to see uh, you know like a mass of zeros behind that. Not even news. How's this? You just uh, just trended for me. All right. No need to quote me because I got the first tweet out there with it. All right. Oh, here we go. See, so, yeah, okay, this is why I did this. Paul Joseph Watson found uh, found found something from some moron named uh, you know I'm not gonna say his name. He doesn't he doesn't need to be made famous. Just what he said. All right. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in a stupid voice. All right to get to get the point across. Let's see let's see how how this works. I will always speak the real truth of Islam because Muslim or die, it's as simple as that. 
We will try to kill you all. You will try to stop us and there will be one winner left standing. There is no such thing as a moderate Muslim, only a fake one with no balls. The real Muslims convert or kill. We will have our own caliphate soon enough. And when we are done with the Middle East, we will march on Europe. Do you know how many fighters we sent into Europe with the refugees? I put that in the airport. It has already begun, so prepare yourself for war. Thank you, come again. Uh, of course, that's, that's my ending there. Alright, but did you get that? Repeat that. I don't think I, I don't think I mingled any words in that. I think I did it as clear as possible. Alright. Uh, I'm just going through the feed. I mean, I had a little feed of Palooza today. I was a little off yesterday, but back in business. Hey, you know, I think I, I, I think I had a little visitor yesterday. You know who you are, and we'll just, we'll leave it at that. I dare say whatever you have, uh, you're not going to find very useful. You'd have to fake it. Uh, Tiger Woods, what the heck? You see this mugshot? So by the way, um, I'm going to make it. This is, this is hardly a prediction because anybody who heard the newscast figured it out. He is on painkillers. And uh, I dare say that his career is over. It is over. All right. Uh, I hate to even talk over a Gilmore solo. It's just tasty the way he hits the guitar. And uh, you know what? I, I'm actually going to learn to play guitar too. I'm never going to learn to play like Gilmore, but hopefully I learn to play well. I love the guitar ever since I first heard it. I got to say, you know, it's sort of like, uh, well, you ever, you ever read Miracle Man? Miracle Man, uh, great book, and I'm still I'm waiting for uh, the Silver Age to uh, continue so I can see the return of Johnny Bates. But there's a character in, by the name of Evelyn Cream, and he's an assassin, and he happens to be black. And, uh, and he uh, gets, caught up in, gets caught up in the awe of Miracle Man and ends up uh, sort of, sort of uh, totemizing him. And his last thoughts are actually of, uh, of Miracle Man, I believe, in the book. Kind of crazy stuff. Alrighty. So, alright, so there, there goes that. Now what else? I put, some, I put a bunch of other stuff here. Like you say, check my feed. Minds.com slash GM. No, if you, if you value free speech, this is where you go. I've, uh, I've run into a couple of geniuses, but, but hardly as many as on Facebook. And, and there is no, there is no, no, no nonsense here. You really should come by. It's great. There are, a lot, there are a lot of fantastic artists, a lot of fantastic writers, a lot of fantastic meme creators. And then there's me. <laughs> Alrighty. So, hey, here's a funny one. I'm not a boy or a girl, where do I pee? And th this is a meme, like I, like I said, fantastic stuff. And it's a guy pointing up and laughing at a litter box. That's where you pee. Since you can't figure, you can't figure out a gender. I mean, you, you know, really gotta be kidding, right? All right, now, should I read this? Should I read this? Uh, you know what, I'm not gonna read that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, 
And I said this yesterday, and it just sucks that, of course, this is, this, that podcast got interrupted. But uh, rest in peace, Greg Allman. You will be missed. The brothers miss you already. All right, but somebody we're not going to miss is uh, Big New Brzezinski. The man who, who coined the phrase, it is infinitely easier to kill a million people than it is to control them. Thank you for your love and compassion. I really appreciate it. All right. And then, yeah, there's more, more nonsense. More, more, more. But, uh, I mean, I got, I got some really, really good posts here. But, uh, I gotta tell you, I really am, I really am appalled at, at the leftists and their nonsense. I have posed a question as to what exactly does the Russian hacking entail? We all know that the Russian hacking is, is a non, a non-event. It's a made-up phenomenon. It was a talking point created 24 hours after the Pantsuit Pig lost. So, uh, I mean, are you tired of it yet? So, I mean, uh, there are a couple of people I, I came close to, to uh, you know, launching threats at. I mean, obviously, you know, they didn't get that far because I'm an adult, not a child. You know? I mean, think about it. You know, for eight years, eight years after, after uh, Bathhouse Barry won... You didn't see people uh, lining, lining the streets in the robes, you know, yelling, you know, this is my grotto, or some such nonsense. But you see, you, you, see, uh, you see what a sore loser does. Someone who can't accept, can't accept uh, reality. Alrighty. Uh, so should I, what should I do here now? Should I? I mean, I think I've gone, I've gotten the point out that our children are being made vessels for demons. And that and I and that's something that's something I, I won't countenance, I won't I won't accept. And I don't think you will either if you care for your children at all. So tell everyone our children are not sex toys. And let me tell you the DNC doesn't believe that. You look up look up Jacob Schwartz, look up the, this DNC staffer. He handed over laptop, thinking that he got all the stuff off. Let me tell you, you guys are idiots. You are idiots. I would have found that porn in one minute. I guarantee you that, absolutely. One minute. That's how compass I am, as far as that goes. I would have found it that fast. Not using any tools, just what just what I know. All right. I mean, I use I use tools for other things, like uh, you know, for disinfecting purposes. You know, when the laptops really got really got the pooch on it. I I I think I mentioned this before that one one day I had two people come into me with ransomware, and and they both left not having to pay one dime. Not one thing done. Took care of it. Easy peasy. Now, you know, does that mean I want you to ransomware me? No. Uh, excuse me. But if you do, 
Well, I got I got one answer for you. It's actually it's actually three answers. Back up, back up, back up. Okay. And that's how you beat scumbags. So repeat those words. Now that I can't take credit for it, but I'll take credit for for passing along the word. But those those are three words from Hank Key from the Personal Computer Show. Back up, back up, back up. You'll all be wise to do so. I put that up when I when I did my my uh, stint as a computer tech. Everywhere I went, and a lot of people thanked me as they left. A lot of people asked exactly what was it that pertained to. And I says, listen, if you if you you deem your data precious at all, you'll have more than one copy of it. And if you don't, then you don't. And then when something like this happens, you know, uh, now you now you'll understand exactly as to why I I say that. And uh, it served me well. I mean, cost me a couple, cost me uh, some money at, at times when it was uh, an inopportune time. But having lost this shred of data, how would you like that? How would you like that? You know, and I've had I've had catastrophic meltdowns. All right, killed my SCSI card one day. That was fun, but I killed it. Had all my stuff backed up, cleaned everything, and uh, all was well. So I, I I mentioned that to bring back up the laptop, that DNC laptop that was seized by DC police, and then the golem threatened on camera, on camera. I mean, I I mean maybe maybe uh, maybe she was meeting up with uh, with uh, Obama's wife and, and got to borrow his uh, set of balls. But, I mean, what a pair. On camera to threaten this guy, the chief of D.C. police, with some sort of nebulous threat. You know, this it reminds me of, if you've ever seen Law & Order, there was an episode of Law & Order where a judge was being just, a, just an utter scumbag and, and basically got his career... He got his career on putting the wrong man in jail. And at one point... When his uh, his uh, shenanigans were coming to light, he says, "I will use the full power of my office to bury you." You know, basically, basically the the first refuge of a scumbag, his power, his power. Well, you know, these idiots don't need. You know, they need to understand this. Their power extends to the building that gives them their power, and that's it. And they get out in the street, they're just a normal Joe like you and I. And they, and they are afforded nothing special. Because they are nothing special. And you would do well to remember that. You'd be well served. Alright? They don't get to breathe any special air. They are humans just like you and I. They're not elite. There's nothing elite about a scumbag baby murderer. I have to say that line. That line. Uh, that's that's straight from Adam Austin, who uh, it was a great guy, and <laughs> I, I, I imagine it'd be a lot of fun at a party. Um, but but seriously, seriously, this uh, this child sex trafficking, the murder, rape, uh, organ organ trafficking. I mean, you you know. You know, let this let this continue. 
You understand? They found that they found another bunch of Planned Parenthood scumbags. I think uh, the name uh, the name of the group was Live Nation, and they found they found another bunch of scumbags talking about baby parts. Uh, last week, last week they found a bag of baby parts uh, in the back of a garbage truck. I mean, are you sick? And are are you? I mean, I don't know what what, what do what does one need to do to get to, to get you all upset? Enough to do something, you know, not to sit around when when some some idiot is talking about uh, getting a Lamborghini for baby parts. Yes, the head of Planned Parenthood said that. If you looked that up, uh, I mean, it's exasperating. It really is. Now, I do hope, I do hope that you'll get to hear this sometime soon. I'm doing a. This is this is sort of this is the equivalent of uh, sneaker net that I'm doing here because I didn't want to waste the first 15 minutes of the other podcast because I actually did get into some good points, but I wanted to add the other information which I've which I've just done. So 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 I you know let's say let's say I'm done for now. You know there's of course there's plenty more to talk about, but let's 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 hold it let's hold it to this for now. I await your responses, and I appreciate your commentary. Even your negative commentary. If I'm doing something wrong, let me know. <laughs> Excuse me. I believe that someone corrected me on, uh, as to as to the uh, the piece I wrote on the on uh, GMO blogspot that uh, I was I was conflating uh, Seth Rich's role with the with the uh, with the Podesta emails. And of course, that's entirely possible. What I what I I hadn't been hadn't been made clear, but uh, has been now is that there were four leaks of different DNC emails. Now, I wasn't aware of four, but four. Imagine that. So, uh, what else? Uh, let's see. Oh, it's the animals. I don't think I've ever heard this song. That's kind of cool. Uh, what else? Hmm. You know what? Let's end it. Alrighty. I love you all. I say, uh, if you wish to wish to uh, assist in my endeavors, PayPal.me/gmno. I have a Bitcoin address there. Yeah, I can't imagine I actually have much of anything there, but uh, hey. I know the prices. The prices went up. So whatever I do have, uh, something. Um, I also have uh, the Twitter feed: c underscore a underscore n underscore s underscore t. Children are not sex toys. That's the Twitter feed and minds.com slash gm no. And that's my that's the that's uh, that's my minds blog. Like I say, free speech and. Go to gm-no.blogspot.com, and that's that's my main feed. At least uh, you know is my replacement for room eight, and you'll find many pieces there. Hey, I want to mention one other name that I haven't so far, and I want you all to look into this: John Juca, G, I U C, A. John Juca is. In my in, in my humble opinion, the last 
holdout for receiving justice. John Juca has been in jail purportedly for the murder of Mark Fisher. And I say that he didn't do it. The forensic evidence says he didn't do it. What happened was, is that a jury was gulled into believing he was guilty by the fraudulent acts of a prosecutor, of an overzealous prosecutor, also looking to, to get a, a career out of convictions. Alrighty, we'll talk more about that, but I want to bring up the name, John Juca. How's this? If, if you want to find out some information, go to freejohnjuca.com. Free John Juca. Alrighty, and that, uh, and along with that, well, you're gonna see you're gonna see a number of things there. I would I would say the biggest thing you're gonna see is a Vanity Fair article by Christopher Ketchum, titled "Mother Justice." Read that, and you'll get the entire story from soup to nuts. Now, if you want to see what I have to uh, add to it, you go to GM No gm-no.blogspot.com and, and do a search for or do a search for for GM No GM-no and John Juca G-U-I G-I-U-C-A huh. it's hard to, it's, it's not hard to, to transpose those letters G-I-U-C-A Juca alright and actually and you'll see notice the my pronunciation the pronunciation of the name there's a story in that, and you'll read that in the article Mother Justice by Christopher Ketchum. Alrighty? And if, actually, if you have a little cross-posting, want to read anything else he's done, go to habeascorruptus.com. How's that? And the guy doesn't even pay me. Anyway, that's it for now. I'm out of here, and uh, I will be back next Sunday. Alright, so like I say, every Sunday I'm doing this. And whether I feel I feel great or feel crappy, I will do it. So uh, hopefully, I got the tie in with the first the first fifteen minutes uh, adequately. And and that is it for now. Drain the swamp. That's it. Rock and roll. We the people rock. Hey, you know what? That's what I'm going to end with. So. Security versus liberty. I say, I say it's an easy answer. We, we provide our own security and we don't have to worry about giving up liberty. That's what we do. This is America. Everyone was afraid to, to invade America because they knew there were guns behind every bush. And that's what, that's what, that's what we're going to do. You come, you come here and that's, and that's, that's it for you. In fact, uh, I want to remind you all of Leo Frank. Leo Frank, the ultra scumbag who raped and murdered little Mary Fagan and then tried to blame it on two black guys. Now, do you know the good people, the good people of Alabama weren't fooled by the, the nigger did it trick? They weren't fooled. Imagine that. I want you to think, I want you to think about that. It's, uh, you know, and uh, in fact, let me let me end with this. This and this will get people going. This and <laughs> white 
white people have had have had nothing whatsoever to do with the transatlantic slave trade. White people had nothing to do with the slave trade. White people had nothing to do with slavery. White people ended slavery here in the United States. Chew on that. See ya.